0: Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behavior, sleep and more. For many Australians, doing fitness classes online really became a thing during the coronavirus lockdown. When gyms closed, they soon found a way to keep their classes going via Zoom. But Joe Wicks has been doing online classes long before the pandemic of 2020. His first classes went online in 2014, and he has since become an internet sensation with over 3.7 million followers and several books. Joe has two children and has just released a book called Wean in 15, following on from Lean in 15. Hi, Joe. How are you?
1: I'm good, thank you. Thanks for that lovely introduction.
0: Oh, My pleasure. Um, How have you been finding isolation in the UK? Are are you still in quite strict isolation or are they easing up a bit?
1: It's been a strange time. It's gone really fast. I mean, we've been in lockdown now. This is our ninth week and I've been doing my PE with with Joe workouts every day. So that's kind of sped things up a lot. But yeah, we're starting to get a little bit more relaxed now. We can go out for a bit more exercise because before it was just one hour a day with your household. Now you can actually like meet Um, a member of your family but obviously keeping the social distancing so yes it's a strange time isn't it but I think we're coming you know it's relaxing a little bit as we go on.
0: Yeah your children are very young um, and you also are extremely busy you just mentioned there you're doing workouts every morning and you've got your uh, very busy online presence how do you manage it all as a dad and a businessman?
1: Well, I, I mean, I've always been at home. So, although I've, you know, though the lockdowns kicked in, I've still, I've always worked from home. So, I've always filmed my videos at home, my workout videos. I've always done my recipes. So, it hasn't changed much in that respect. But obviously, now I've got two babies. It's definitely difficult juggling, you know, nap times and trying to fit in the workouts and trying to, you know, make lunch and dinner and trying to be present. So, it is, I'm just, we're learning, you know, it's teamwork, isn't it? I suppose we're learning to kind of take certain roles and, I love being involved, I love cooking breakfast and dinner and you know, I can take Indian Rosie so Indian Marley out for a little while so Rosie can exercise and, and vice versa. So I think it comes down to teamwork and um definitely I think the most important part of it is for me is exercising to make sure that I stay mentally strong and, and patient and calm and I think fitness is a, a powerful thing to, to do that
0: fatherhood has changed a lot over the years. Do you see a difference in your involvement to say how your own dad was involved or just previous generations even? Um, Do you see that it's quite different now?
1: I think so, yeah. I mean, I was born in 1985 and I think, yeah, like my dad weren't really around that much. We had a bit of a tough upbringing. He was in and out of um, rehab for drug addiction. So my mum pretty much raised me on her own and she was only you know, she was 17 when she had my brother, Nicky. She was 19 when she had me. So she was very young. And I look back now and I, I I really admire and respect her for being able to do that and for raising me into the man I am today. So I've got a lot of love and respect for my mum. But yeah, you know, my, 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 my vision of a father, of being a father is I want to be present. I want to be involved in the cooking. You know, I want to be involved in everything. And I don't want to miss anything. So I think, yeah, like attitude are changing. Men are getting involved more. Men are taking their kids to, you know, to ballet and to crafts and, you know, doing, doing things that, that, that maybe weren't considered what dads do. But now I think, yeah, there's a much nicer um, atmosphere around that, I think.
0: What do you enjoy most about being a dad?
1: I mean, I love, I love being, I love teaching Indy new things. So I love going out on the scooter with her. I love reading books to her. I love learning, like her learning new words. I, I love seeing her evolve and even her personality and her humour. Like she's, she's so much like me. I just, I can't believe how much she's becoming like me. So I, I love watching her grow really.
0: And and what would you say are your biggest strengths as a dad? You said you like being in the kitchen and you've obviously got this new book. Um, cooking's a big thing for you. Um, would that be where you say you you are the strongest as a dad?
1: I think so, yeah. Like, I, I really enjoy that. I, I enjoy connecting through food. So I like getting Indy up and, you know, I bring her downstairs and we make porridge together and she'll stir it and she'll put her blueberries on top. So I uh, really, yeah, I think food and cooking is an amazing way of role modelling you know, learning new words and just learning new skills is really important. And then, also sitting down as a family. So I never re- really sat down as a family when I was a kid. We didn't eat together. It was just you know I'd be in front of the TV, my mum would be upstairs, Nicky would be in the other room. So I think coming together through food is a powerful way of just feeling that like bond, that connect, closeness that you, you can talk about your day and you can explore food together. So yeah, I definitely say the the kitchen and cooking is where my strongest points are. at bringing the dad and the family together.
0: So were you quite excited when it came time to wean your eldest? Because really before they're weaning, it's mostly breast milk or milk, depending on where you're at. Was it quite exciting for you introducing foods to Indy?
1: Well, I had no experience of weaning. So at first I was nervous and I was a bit kind of unsure, you know, what do I do and where do you go for the information? So I, I partnered up with an amazing nutritionist called Charlotte, who really kind of guided me along the way. So she gave me tips and advice and she helped me with the book, but also just give me that confidence to try new things, to introduce peanut butter, to introduce lumpier textures and things. So it definitely helped. But yeah, I loved it. From the moment I started weaning her, I really enjoyed the process. And that's what this book is about, really. It's about giving people the confidence to enjoy the journey and not be anxious about it because it is quite an anxious time. But you can actually really enjoy the process, have fun and explore food together.
0: And how has Indy been with food? Like, did she struggle with any of the lumpier foods, or how did it go for her?
1: Well, I think you know, but because I wasn't on my own, and I had Charlotte, who has weaned her own baby, but also worked with thousands of parents. You know, I had her in my corner, saying, "Look, you can stick to purees, but why not push on a little bit more? Try some mashed butter beans or some mashed chickpeas, or make a little lentil stew, or um, you know, veggie curry and sweet potato, like mashing things up." So I, I pushed her on really quickly, and I also introduced spices we were using cumin and paprika and you know cajun and all all sorts of lovely flavors so that indy's taste palette was already from seven months was like i love curry powder i love um cumin and 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 turmeric and stuff so i think that helps and i think because of that she's a very adventurous eater now
0: yeah i think that's something we did wrong (laughs) we definitely have fussy eaters now in our lives my kids are a bit older than yours actually a lot older they're five and eight Um, but, uh, I just remember giving kids their first piece of food. It's such an exploration for them and watching their faces and the emotions they go through as they're trying different foods. Is that part of the process for you? Or are you thinking more along the lines of, I want to build this healthy relationship with food so we can keep going on this together?
1: It's a combination of everything. I mean, I think it's funny. I think it's amazing when you give them like the first bit of You know, strawberry or banana, and they and you just see their face, or they throw something on the floor. I I don't, you know, the the chaos and the mess of the kitchen, you have to embrace. You also have to embrace the fact that one day your baby might love, um, you know, mashed avocado, the next day they spit it out and they don't want to go near it again. So it's always changing, and it can be based on their preferences, but also their mood if they're overtired, if they're teething, if they're not very well. So you got to ride the waves. But I, I just, I just think it's wonderful, like trying to encourage your kids to eat more food and explore. And if you are, yourself a fussy adult is trying to kind of broaden their horizons and their variety so that you constantly give them new things to try
0: and when you were growing up do you did you have a good relationship with food did you have those healthy options that you're putting in front of your children now
1: oh absolutely not I had the opposite like my mum like I said she you know wasn't educated she didn't understand how to cook and it was very much um well it's like sandwiches and like chocolate and crisps and busy drinks and microwave dinners and frozen pies. It was just not healthy food. But, you know, that didn't reflect on her. It's just because she just didn't really understand what, what what was healthy back then. And I suppose now we know a lot more about food. But I think my behaviour, my attitude, my energy levels were definitely affected by my, my food intake. I was never an overweight child, but I was so hyperactive. You know, I'd wake up in the morning and drink like a liter of sunny delight before school. So you can imagine how much I struggled to focus and sit down and be patient because I was just so fired up on energy and sugar and and all that sort of stuff that it definitely affected my behavior
0: and when did you first get interested in personal training and healthy eating and that kind of stuff
1: so i suppose i got into cooking when i was about 18 i actually went to australia for a year i was backpacking and i i was living in hostels and i was you know making barbecues and i had to learn to cook so that's kind of where i got into cooking and started enjoying it but then when i went to university i did a degree in sports science and i started to learn about physiology and anatomy and also nutrition and that really kind of triggered something like I actually find this interesting and I got really fit and lean and healthy and I felt great so I kind of went on that journey through, through quite late I was probably like in my 23 24 when I really started to study nutrition and ever since then I've just been on a mission to help people get confident in the kitchen help people you know start to realize how amazing energy how much energy you can get from eating healthy food.
0: And do you think that it gives you a greater insight, the fact that you did grow up without having such great access to education around food? Do you think it gives you insight to all the people now who don't really understand the benefit? Because there's lots of different health books out there. There's lots of different people trying to encourage us all to eat better. But I'm not sure how many of them understand what it's like not to actually be exposed to it. Does that give you the insight to kind of connect more with people, do you think? I think so, yeah. I think it comes down to
1: being able to, you know, communicate to people. And I understand I was a fussy eater. I didn't have a great start in life with my nutrition. I had a chaotic upbringing. It was manic. You know, I didn't sit down as a family. So everything I've learned, I'm trying to kind of use that to, to, to A, be a better parent myself, but also to constantly be a, a, a source of inspiration and positivity. And I, I only put out things I believe And I'm only always trying to, you know, make people feel like they've got, an opportunity to change things and that that is powerful i don't ever want people to feel judged i think in the whole you know the mummy and parent in blog bloggy kind of online world there's a lot of criticism there's a lot of um people either in one camp or the other but i'm so down the middle i'm just like look whatever works for you if you want to do spoon-fed weaning uh, weaning it's great if you want to do you know baby led weaning or a combination of both it's just very like what see what works for you and, and don't don't be judged by anyone and just do what makes you feel happy
0: so we've been talking a lot about the food um, that and how you came through the process of writing Wean in 15, but it does come on the heels of your first book, which is called Lean in 15, or a similar book. Um, obviously, Lean in 15 is about cooking stuff in 15 minutes. So with Wean in 15, is is it a similar context, like you're actually trying to show people the simplest meals you can make in a shortest amount of time? <laughs>
1: Definitely. I think with time, such an important factor in life nowadays and with my, my you know, my first books, Lean in Fifteen, were aimed at, you know, kind of fat loss, getting people fit and burning body fat and it had an exercise plan and also recipes. And this is this is obviously an evolution and we kinda of just to play on words with the with the title. But Wean in Fifteen is fifteen minute meals designed for babies and toddlers that are quick, you know, majority of them are fifteen minutes and it's it is about giving people back that time in the kitchen because we don't want to spend hours in the kitchen cooking and the quicker you can make things, the, the faster you can get your babies onto, you know, actual adult food where you can share meals together. So the book predominantly starts at six months plus, but then it works through to 12 months plus. So there's great, there's great family recipes in here as well. So even if you've got older kids and like you said, if you've got fussy eaters, there's, it's never too late to ingrain and start to introduce healthier options and, and, and really see some change. I do believe that.
0: Well, it sounds like a fabulous book. I think I'm going to have to um, try it out on my family as well. Joe, thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you so much. It's been great chatting and I hope that everyone in Australia also loves the Wean in 15 book.
0: That's Joe Wicks. He's an online personal trainer and author of Lean in 15 and Wean in 15. To get a copy of the book, check out the links in the notes of this episode.